It's the 284th episode of the Unranked Podcast. It's August, and Alex isn't here. As always, every August. It's the uh, August without Alex. It's where Alan 3000 was born. It's where our nastiest episodes were born. And so, of course, I have with me, Dan Ween. Dan, how you doing? How's it going? I, I think he's actually not here because uh, he, he's avoiding me. Uh, uh, if you haven't noticed, we haven't been on the same podcast uh, in a bit. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So I mean, we've been jumping back and forth. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I might I might see him tomorrow in real life, but he might bail. We'll find out. Oh, what's tomorrow? Uh, apparently, I'm going on a boat thing with people, right. and Alex is one of those people. I right. don't know what we're doing on said boat. I'm assuming drinking thing. or fishing. Not fishing. Okay, just not drinking. Fishing. Then. Uh, drinking, yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I don't know why we can't just drink at a location. That's not know. a boat. It's, uh, because Whatever. people have probably been drinking at home and not boats for a long time. And now they're like, well, it's boat season. Yes. Also, if there's like a zombie apocalypse, best place to be. There you go. Or like uh, those are quiet place monsters. They probably won't do too well either. Yeah. Did you see you saw the second one? Yes, I did. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but it was pretty good. It is. It was good. It scared the shit out of me a couple of times. <laughs> it's like jump scare the movie. Um, so much, yeah. Tom should be joining us momentarily. We're just going to get started without him. And let's just jump into the Pokemon, knock it out so we can go through it. 284th Pokemon is the evolution of Surskit Masquerin. So Masquerin is an evolution of the last one was kind of like a water bug. This one is based on um, the Lanternfly, which is kind of interesting. Lanternfly, if you actually look at it and then go look at Masquerin, you can kind of see where the colors come in. Um, I'll say this about the design, because it, it kind of has these strange wings on the side, but then the two large ones in the front. My favorite thing about Masquerin is the way they're using something that is found in nature often where the where an animal has like the fake eyes in the pattern of on its body to like distract predators um mm -hmm. i do like that they've incorporated that into its two largest wings however i think its previous evolution had a better more interesting typing um just because it was it was part water type now this is just bug flying and i think bug water was a little bit more interesting that being said, I, it will I keep the water moves that it had here. Super evolution. So, like so the a, first a picture that comes no no. Uh -oh. The first picture that comes up when you type it in is not the picture of the Pokemon. Wow, that was still too bright. It's not the picture of the well, that's my screen. Yeah, there we go. Of the Pokemon. There we uh -huh. go. It's this picture. Oh, yes. And I guess yes. she's wearing it as a headband. But yeah. uh I was like, that's a Pokemon, and then I saw the rest of them. Yeah, that's that's um <laughs> kind of like how people art. people have um Personas, that's Masquerin's like human sona. I guess so. But it's so. got yeah, it's got the two eyes, kinda looks like owl eyes. Yes, it does. If I had to pick if I had to pick some eyes. Yes, it and does. And like a sperm in the middle. Um yeah, it's it's like a teardrop head, I would say, but I could see that considering it is all white. It yeah. is all white. And then it has four little diamond shaped appendages that are also kind of act like wings. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of bizarre. I guess. the design. <laughs> it, it, I doesn't it doesn't really carry over a lot other than the face from the previous Pokemon, the kind of dead eyes look. Um, so you know it's See, not my this favorite. Looks better. This version of it looks a little better here. 
He's yes. got to cut that out. Yes, when it, you're yeah, because wrapping it's not, itself up in the appendages. Yeah, and like the lower arms. wings yeah. aren't as like pointy and sharp yes. looking. Now, that version, when it's kind of standing and it's it's using its appendages kind of like legs and arms, um, it's, it's sort of wrapping itself like a cloth. That is sort of where it gets its namesake, which Masquerin is based on Masquerade. And that's why masquerade also the eyes kind of look like a like a mask uh, and rain. So masquerade and rain coming from a water type, it can oh, have some water moves that like carry over. Yes, it's supposed to be a raindrop, not a. That was drop. that was why I said that's why it looks. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, I think this is a great place to move on from the Pokemon, unless you have any oh. other. Oh, I thought you were transitioning to something else. I, I. Oh no 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 no. Add. Great. So <laughs> I was like, that's a good place to change. Let's move on because Tom is going to join. So I feel like that's a good transition spot. Did um, you guys start or anything? We just yeah, we did the Pokemon. Pokemon. Beautiful. So, uh, okay, great. Been a minute since I've talked to any of you because I, I also missed last week, like Dan did. Uh, I, I will say I tweeted this out because. It's, pro- it's pro- I still don't think I've even missed 10 episodes at this point. Total? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's probably around like six, seven episodes at this Close, point. Yeah. Um, it's very fun to listen. It's sure. very fun yeah, to listen. Yeah, when you're not on. Yeah. And so there's always a moment or two where I'm like, oh, I, I want to, like, I would have I said something here. And I can't. And I'm like chiming in when like uh, the thing about... Um, what was it? Nuzlocke came up, and when like TV show came up, I was like, "Oh, I would have said Lost." And I said Lost. I was like, "Yes, there we go." <laughs> I think we'll like, know what you would have said in that <laughs> scenario. <laughs> there, there were a handful of times where I wanted to chime in, and it was, it was. Uh, I was glad you looked up the Nuzlocke thing because the one thing I was like, "Well, there's a bit more to it," and you were yeah, like, "Oh, and there's just, this yeah, and this." A couple like, yes. of things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a shame that it's it's going to be a while before we're all I mean, I think like maybe we'll have like one more episode before probably uh, two unless unless any of us have to miss the next two weeks. We probably have two weeks left. Possibly. I think one. what's going to happen is uh, we're going to have a couple episodes and then tune alive from the delivery room. Yeah, tune alive from the delivery <laughs> I mean, room. It would make for great content. It would make for great content. <laughs> it certainly would. Um, that being said. Last weekend was Alex's birthday and upcoming. I may as well just shout it out so people know. It's Dan's birthday in just a couple of days hey. here on the 15th. True. I was invited to a brunch, but I'm not going to be going to it. Oh, well, there you go. Are you, t- are you talking about my brunch? I am talking about your brunch. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, brunch Sunday. We'd love for you to come. And I was like, that's my birthday. I'm busy already. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a good time. I'm just saying. If you, if you now, my sister's is, coming out. We're going to have lunch or something. Is this here. like a housewarming brunch? Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, party but we're gonna have it in the middle of the day because it's in jersey so we don't want to scare all of, all of our friends away of being like i'm not going there in the middle of the night Are you kidding me yeah that's yeah fair. we're having people we're having people over sunday i'm very excited uh i just can't the reason i missed the, the pokemon was i just met all of my so i've met my i've met some of my coworkers on the editorial side of things and i just met all my social team coworkers. so we went we had a happy hour uh, after work today. It was very fun, um, but it's it's kind of weird because we're still in this nebulous position of like, well, we were planning on all being back in the office in like two weeks, but now it's kind of up in the air again because yeah. of bullshit. But yeah. um, yeah, uh, no, it's it's you know, it's good. <laughs> it, it, no, no surprises here for that. No surprises. Um, well, Dan, before we jump into games and such, you got anything interesting to discuss? Since you were last on, anything of note uh, you might want to bring up? I uh, 
I did pretty well in a online poker tournament. Yes, I you told did. you guys about it. Yes, but I, I'm not going to disclose exactly how much I won. I came in third out of 56,000. No, nah, just 600-something <laughs> 600 600 people. It though. was an impressive was, number, I will say. For, to, for an <laughs> amount of money to acquire in one yeah. sitting was... In uh, one eight-hour sitting? Yeah, for sure. The most I've ever done during what, an eight-hour sitting. What uh, game are you playing? Just, just hold them. Hold them, okay. Um, I'm curious, for those out there that aren't as familiar with the game or haven't played in a long time, what tips do you have? Or where mm. would you suggest people learn? I mean, read a lot of books. I honestly, I wish I could pull these off without my whole setup falling watch apart. I have a bunch of poker books like, right really? next to me. Really? No, like, well, don't watch a blackjack movie to learn poker. That's rule number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, read, read some. There's good books out there. You can read them. But uh, honestly, the best tip I have is just play less hands. Like people just want to play so much. Part of the key is just narrowing down what hands you're playing. Until you get good enough to the point where you can pretend to have those hands. <laughs> that's well, it. That I, makes sense. That's the best advice I have. <laughs> that makes sense. Because it's like if you go up, it's less opportunity if you come back down. It's just like a law of averages kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And like once you get better, then you can kind of widen it and do whatever. But even like in this one, I don't think I played many crazy hands or anything. I just think I just didn't get unlucky for a long period of time <laughs> do you do you think you do better online like is there something missing no. from the element of bluffing and stuff online or I, is it actually easier in person in i like in person better just because i'm good at being able to pick up patterns and mm. you get more info in person because you can see the person uh but on, online it's just all about like betting patterns and trying to recreate that or yeah. judge if someone's done something before and occasionally it just comes down to like here are my cards. We're going to hope the internet hand doesn't screw me over. <laughs> Perfect. That makes sense. I don't know. There, there's, and there's no like counting or anything too. then with like the online, right? What do you mean? Like counting? Like there's, there's no card counting really for hold them when you're playing online. Card counting is right? a not... blackjack thing. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was Either wondering. Way. That's, yeah, that's poker doesn't really have like, 21 card yeah, counting. 21. Yes. 21. <laughs> 21. If you can count to 21, you will, you will at least know how to play blackjack. Perfect. I <laughs> I honestly I only ask because um a bunch of people on softball were all talking about like oh we should get together and do like a poker night but obviously it's very hard to get a large group of people together but with softball having a break now between seasons I was like well we all have the next few Mondays off and we already have those clear for softball <laughs> so this upcoming Monday like half the softball teams coming over we're having a big, we're having a big game sweet. of Texas Hold'em at my place. <laughs> That's good. So now I'm like, oh, I need to practice because I haven't played actually in a very long time. And there's probably a bunch of things that I've forgotten. Yeah. Honestly, it's not so much practice. Like, I think if you just find one of these books, I'm sure you can get some of them cheaper than others at this point. But like, yeah, there I mean, it, it, it'll it help you at least get in the right mindset. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Yeah, there's lots of different advice they can give. But a lot of it's just like picking up a tip or two here and just going, OK, now I'm kind of ready to go. That makes sense. That's awesome. Um, so I, I have speaking of softball, I have a softball update. So I missed last week. So I definitely I didn't talk about my trip. I went away. Um, I got an Airbnb in Joshua Tree. We went to the desert for the first time. Um, this was for Teresa's birthday. I was like, we should take a small vacation because we've been in the same house for, you know, 18 months straight, um, which was very nice. I've never been out to the desert before. And we got unbelievably lucky in that it was the end of monsoon season so 
instead of it being about 104 the whole time, uh-huh. which is like typically what it's like in the desert, it was around 80 degrees because oh, wow. about so every 20 experience. minutes it was it was dude, it was it was actually better than L.A. because there's no humidity at all. Right. But these clouds just come rolling in and then it just rains or drizzles for about like 10, 15 minutes. You get a little cloud cover. And the air is so dry and warm that it instantly everything just starts evaporating and it cools you off. So the air just would like go down to about 75 and then get wow. into the 80s and then drop back down. We weren't hot at all. The day we left, there was no rain and we walked outside. We're like, oh, shit, this is what it's usually like. <laughs> when you said we got unbelievably, I thought you were going to say like unbelievably high. Or I like mean, I definitely we did. Uh, <laughs> well, there you, go. you know, having a lot of drinks. Um, but it was but like, that was going to happen anyway. Yeah, but it was, it was very cool. You know, it's a lot of and we got a place where a buddy could come. There's like a cool yard. There's cactus outside. There's a hammock. I forgot what the night sky is like when there's like no, no light pollution. Yeah. You were actually able to see some of like the Milky Way galaxy shit yeah. in the sky, not just a billion <laughs> stars. I was like, oh, my God, I cannot remember. Like, the, I think the last time I ever saw anything like that was, yeah. I don't know, decades. It's been a very long time since I've seen anything like that. Um and it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. There was a pool, just hung it outside, grilled food, ate, chilled, good time. Um, but then we got back. I had a softball match and we had our quarterfinals. It was the first round of the tournament. We won. So we won the quarterfinals. And then this Monday we had the semifinals. And if we won that, we got to play the finals. We did end up losing. However, we had a very good time because the team we, we lost against was Jeff Ross's team the comedian and had a bunch of other like random comedians some that are i did i didn't recognize were they all in equally good shape uh yeah pretty much everyone was old and (laughs) aging on that team but somehow very experienced in in softball (laughs) somehow fast outside of like two people include jeff ross being one of them I can see it. It was like fast. everyone was like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog on that team. <laughs> they were also taking it way too seriously. We have a uh, a very okay. funny, um, like people. Pe- we have a uh, what would you call it? Like a record? Not a record. We have a people expect us to be weird. We're known now as like the weirdly nice team, and we kind of do it to make sure everyone's having a good time. I mean, it's basically if you take Matt Acevedo's energy. And then just amplify it because we have like Emily on the team and a bunch of other improv people. When the other team does well, we'll cheer them on. And if they're being more aggressive, we just get more aggressively nice to fuck with them. So like we would start cheering them on. Like there was this great catch. This girl, oh my God, this girl, number three, number three on their team, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. She blasted that ball and she could throw the ball so fast. It was nuts. So every time she did something good, we'd all start cheering really loud. And she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she'd make this face like, what is going on? Is she like a former like softball player, like in college? Or Dude, I don't know. It was unbelievable, though. She was really fucking good at this game. Um, and a weird thing. I don't know if you remember, but I mentioned this like a couple Halloweens ago. I used to I went to Cousin Sal's um, from Jimmy Kimmel's Halloween parties a couple times because he worked at FS1 and Jeff Ross was there a couple times. So since I had met him, I thought I'm going to fuck with him a little bit. And while he was on first base, he was the first baseman. I got onto first base and I was just like, hey, Jeff, how you doing? He was kind of like, good. And then I was like, how you been? been a while and just kept talking to him and asking him questions like overly familiar as if he should remember <laughs> who i am and he would just kept like he would like try to focus on the game and, like keep looking back at me and just being like what what is going on right now? 
it's fucking good. Yeah, so it was a good time. We lost, uh, but I mean, the fact that we made it to the semifinals after like the first couple games losing by over twenty points, not bad. Not bad. It's the social league. They they cut the they cut the season and like at the end of the season they cut the teams in half. The top teams and the bottom teams are cut in half. They each play a tournament. So there's the social winner and then like the competitive winner. So we almost yeah. made it to the finals, but it was like really, three points. It would have been really funny if you rolled up and it was uh, the guy in the wheelchair and it was like his. Oh, team. my God. That would have been so good, Tom. <laughs> Tom, that would have been amazing. Bracket, Tom, that, Tom, been that funny. guy won the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah, he's at the finals. He's at the finals. Yeah, that would have been amazing. What's also really funny is like um, Megan Strawberry Seventeen. She she always kind of like she can rarely hang out after because she's very busy. She always has like a commercial to shoot or this or something going on. I had no idea. Like we saw her that night, and then the next day was like the Xbox Indies presentation. I turned it on with Matt to go watch it, and there's fucking Megan doing the entire thing. And I'm just like, like I had no idea she was doing this. Like you, he was like, no, I had no idea. So it was a good time. Good time all around. Um, So that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. Tom, you got anything else or you want to hop into games? Uh, Yeah. uh, Saw the Green Knight. Highly anticipated film from me. I it's a movie that I think I was kind of feeling very neutral on. It's beautiful. I think that there's no denying it's a very gorgeous looking film. I kind of like did not it didn't resonate with me a lot of the like motifs and themes and what mm. I was trying to discuss. Like it's, it's very kind of um, stressful in the moment. And so it wasn't until like we left the theater where I was like, I think it's this and like, Oh, this thing that I saw and stuff. So it was kind of the that thing of like reading up about it and talking to other people and like being like, Oh, right. I forgot that that happened. And that ties into this. It's a movie that I definitely like enjoyed more. Uh, the more that, um, I like thought about it and spoke about it and I can't I honestly cannot wait to go see it again. Kind of wish that uh, as much as I was like, oh, I'm so excited to see it on like an actual, you know, big screen. Um, I kind of wish I had just watched it at home on my OLED because it's uh, the colors, uh, especially right. It's a, a big theme for the film and like what colors mean, stuff like that. And I so mean, the projection I, should have been as good unless it wasn't. A it digital, wasn't. So like, it wasn't laser projection. It, it wasn't the projection. I think that there was something wrong. The The screen had like a sheen to it. I think there was uh, like something up with like the silver nitrate in the yeah. screen or something, hmm. because like there was kind of like a patch of light, just like a glistening yeah. On in on it and like I've seen that I before. yeah yeah you and it, I was like is it the angle I'm at like does it, I wonder if that the seats the tuna like though fully reclined like I was lying yeah, down I saw I saw your picture you sent to us yeah, it was good. <laughs> Tom was lounging as fuck right there yeah. he looked very comfy Tom <laughs> yeah. I th- um, they are gonna have it like any day now right it's like next week or something they're they're yeah, gonna have a limited like stream one night so if you if you've been interested in it and you don't want to obviously go for the theaters for whatever reason that may be uh they are doing a you pay 20 bucks and you can there's a four hour period i think from like 9 p.m to 1 a.m or some shit like that like you can watch the film yeah it's like wow, a pay-per-view shit. window like they used to do yeah. in cable kind which of. is is i think like a happy medium between the two of like sure. if you really want to see it at home like that you know 
maybe there's a couple of nights you can see it. But you know, I <laughs> get it. Get your movie watching in while you can, I yeah. guess, because uh, if, if it's safe in your area, um, it's it's kind of low risk where we're at right now, especially if we're vaccinated and masked up. Um, yeah, I I personally like the free version more than the paid version <laughs> of of movies. Just preference on my part. Sure, but I understand uh, why it's not happening with every movie. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but we we can jump into talking about games. Been just kind of yeah. Yeah. Did you guys I'm see the new uh, Suicide Squad movie? Oh well, yeah, I did see it. <laughs> yeah, it. Um, I did see that. I mean, do we want to do that in the post show? We can. We could do a spoiler discussion, but sure. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, actually. it was definitely better than the the first. I mean, one. It's way oh better than the first God. one. <laughs> the first the one bar is literally was one so of the low. Worst. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, anything would have been better than that. I think. <laughs> I think there's just. Um, the 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 way that the DC universe is presenting a lot of the characters and a lot of the actors they're picking, I, I'm just like not into the like weird edginess they're going for. Um, and it My felt friend, like really yeah. self-aware and on the nose in a way that like, compa- you know, I would compare it to Guardians, obviously. Uh, in some right. ways, I almost felt like maybe there was too much James Gunn. Um, <laughs> that's possible. My, my friend put it a really interesting way, where he was like, "This is an R-rated movie made for twelve-year-olds," and I was like, "Oh, that just one could argue. So well. One could argue a lot of R-rated <laughs> movies are made for twelve-year-olds. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's, just it's just so just, many yeah, of the characters are just this. obnoxious. Yeah, you know. But that there are a lot of endear. I was surprised how endearing I felt some of them were, like Rat Catcher, and like I loved Idris Elba's character. A lot of that came through in the performance. Yeah. Um, and even like even characters like John Cena's um, Peacemaker, who I think I think also something that you can say about this film that is not true about a lot of superhero movies, including a lot of Marvel movies, yeah. is that it got better as it went on. And it has a really solid third act, at least I felt. And there's a point where even Peacemaker, who is just played for jokes for a lot of it towards the end, yeah. has these kind of like moments where... Um, you know he's faced with choices and he kind of, he has this one line that really stood out for me that like i actually was like oh fuck i'm kind of going to watch this peacemaker show on hbo max whereas i had zero interest on it for you know before um yeah we and i also more in the post show before like yeah. spoiling anything yeah. important and then the the, the other thing i like is out. The, the uh, it's it's shot on a lot of real sets. I mean, there's a lot of CG, but I did feel that like um, you could tell that there was like a tangibleness to like the locations they were yeah. in. So I I did appreciate that. Unlike Disney's Jungle Cruise, which that oh, was really. I mean, just, honestly, that's the thing I that like really. <laughs> I was personally really expecting Jungle Cruise to be uh, the next Paddington Two, and it just wasn't. Uh, I, I was I hoping it would be it, the next. It's not, Pirates, not gonna be. It's not but, gonna be a. It wasn't going to be a great movie. I, I saw that. It should it should have been like the new Pirates of the Caribbean, and it, it really didn't land. And too much of the the humor was all over the place. It kind of falls into the same like movie for twelve year olds that also weirdly was violent at the same time. It was uh, it was strange. Uh, there's a little bit of violence in that for sure. It was yeah. strange. That's I mean, it was not outside bad, what I was expecting for it. That's exactly yeah. what I thought it would be. <laughs> it it wasn't great. I'll say it that. It's fine. It was fine. fine. Yes, there were moments I enjoyed, but I really think like half of that movie would be the half of the problems of that movie is just like the overabundance of CG. Was so the problem was more the jungle than the cruise itself? No, I think like actually a lot of the stuff on the cruise, I thought the like the green screening looked kind of bad. 
Yeah, I they think they got to get in the volume, man. So, they got to stop so using the, green screens now. They got to shoot. Did they everything not get the, the water right? Did they not get the water right? No, it was like I, there were a bunch of times where I felt like the background felt fake. Like I could tell they were on the boat. Like the part of the boat they were filming was real. They like the actor was standing on that, but I could tell they weren't in a like on a river in a jungle. Like it so did not like it was like the opposite problem of Sea of Thieves. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel like one of the things for me that really like you could just tell that they were on a single plane of movement. Yes. And there's moments <laughs> later on where they're in the jungle and they're running through the jungle and and you just like it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. The like because everything just feels so flat. Funnily enough though, there was like a behind the scenes that played I don't was it before the Green Knight? It can't have been. But there was some there was a trailer that was playing at something and it was like a behind the scenes. And there was a lot of shit where I was like, fuck, I would have said that like all the stuff in the village that they get into like later on mm-hmm. in the film, a lot of that was a practical set. And I mm-hmm. never would have guessed because like so much of it does feel fake. That being said, I think the the chemistry and the performances between the two between uh Dwayne Johnson and uh Emily Blunt was solid and like right. honestly like saved a lot for me i feel like the movie is 30 at least 30 minutes too long um yeah. easily <laughs> they could like, they could make a much better sequel, a lot of minutes too i think i think if it totally. does well enough they can make a pretty decent sequel they fix the problems everyone seems to agree too much cg would, and it was kind of uneven would the sequel be jungle cruise 2 or like jungle safari like are well, they gonna change here's what the i would word, like or are they gonna keep the whole thing i would like that's a good question I, I mean, I, I would like them to go somewhere. I mean, I, there's there's got to be a, a bunch of like mountain ranges and stuff in South America that also have snow. Like if you go south far enough. So you want so jungle hike. I would like I, I would just like to follow the um, uncharted theme of like we're going to go to the jungle. We're going to go to the snow and then we're going to go to like a jungle desert kind of uh, area. I would like to see that um, just because we don't want to have the same exact thing there in the jungle again. Right. Right, you gotta do something different. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't right. know how desert cruise it. it is, or just make a new pirates. I'll just watch a new pirates. Movie. There should, well, I think isn't that meant to be? There just should be a new pirates. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Agreed. Um, so speaking of video games, haha, Pirates of Caribbean, mm. Sea of Thieves, not very good. Um, okay. I've been playing a way out with Tuna. There you go. Did he talk about this last week? I don't remember him really bringing he it didn't, up. Okay, he didn't I didn't bring think it up so. at all. <laughs> okay. uh, I guess I won't say too much because he's not here, but we're thoroughly enjoying it. I will say, as far as like gameplay mechanics, it's very light. It's not a hard game in any way. So it's a very like narratively driven game, which typically isn't something that I enjoy a lot. But I think because just like It Takes Two, which is the game that the creator made after a way out um it's so co-op first it's like everything is like you're playing together the whole time mm-hmm. that's sort of the mechanics so the stuff that i'm doing is very simple but it's the fact that we're both coordinating and doing things at the same time whether they're easy or not that's what makes it fun and the story is pretty fun i mean it's very much a like almost direct ripoff of shawshank redemption at the beginning uh in in a variety of ways which alex kept being like wait this is exactly the thing that happened and then this happened and then they went and they did this they were they were tar on the roof on the shawshank too it was like the exact same (laughs) fucking thing um but we're i think we're in the final like act because 
the game opens up with the guys not in the prison. Uh, and now we are where the game there, opens yeah. up. So, yeah, we're it's we're definitely very, very game too. Yeah, it's like very five, quick. six hours. Yeah. It's on Game Pass. So if anyone that's listening liked It Takes Two and hasn't played a way out, I highly recommend it because It Takes Two has a couple of things that are so unique to it. One of them obviously being the little mini games you find throughout and the other obviously other than the big one, which is the co-op mechanics, the other being that there are just all of these tiny little things you can interact with in the world of It Takes Two. Like you see a toy or you see like a plant or something, you could probably go up to it and do something with it just for fun. It has no like actual gameplay mechanic. You don't have to do anything with it, but it's there if you want. This game has so much of that. Like I can see where all the ideas came from, from It Takes Two. It's like this game, he came up with a way to do co-op online that makes it feel like you're sitting next to each other playing and it's actually like coordinated gameplay but then the actual mechanics were like not solved so then with it takes two they were able to be like okay let's take that and figure out how to do it um i like it a lot also did uh joseph joseph fars right that's his name Mm -hmm. did he put himself is he one of the guys okay because he looks like just like i was like I'm pretty sure this motherfucker put himself in the game. Yes. Because he, he looks did. just like him. <laughs> the other guy kind of looks like uh, the dude from Clerks also. Can't remember what that actually is. Yeah. Or Randall. Okay, Dante. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. Sure. Which one's... Which <laughs> Dante's, one's Randall's Dante's the one the who's not supposed to be there today. One. Right? Randall's, Randall's the tall Randall's skinny the, one. Randall's the tall skinny one. Dante's yeah. the guy who's yeah, not Dante. supposed to be there. Yeah, Dante's, Dante's Dante. complaining about the, the other, amount of blowjobs. The other guy kind of looks like Dante. So I, I didn't look it up. Maybe it is the actor, but the actor does look like him. <laughs> so um, I'm really enjoying that. It's been a lot of fun. We were just trying to find something to play. We were going to play Splitgate and the queue was too long. And then I wanted to play. There was this game called Unrailed, which is no longer on Game Pass. So we were like, well, let's not buy that. And Alex, Alex Googles, you know, co-op Game Pass. And he goes, what about a way out? I'm like, perfect. Let's fucking do it. So very good game. What's the game called again? A way out. But you have uh, to is, play. His it. name is Brian O'Halloran, and I'm looking up. I don't see it yet. Yeah, uh, the actor from. Yeah, I, I don't Clark's think it's yeah. him. Yeah, it's probably not. I'm back to 2010, it is. so it's not him. <laughs> but it reminded me. It, the character kind of looks like him. Um. So there you go. What uh, I have a couple other indies I've played I could talk about, but I'll kind of throw it to someone else. If anyone wants to talk about another game they've played. Uh, so I, I failed to mention uh, this on last week because I don't know why, but uh, I've been playing. Well, I had played a bunch of uh, The Ascent, which is also on Game Pass. Ah. Um, it's the twin stick shooter um, uh, cyberpunk game. And there's a lot to love there. Like, I'm very surprised to first off, it's literally the most gorgeous video game i've ever seen and like i know that we're not you know ratchet and clank came out this year and there's a lot of games that can take that title but if you truly do want to see like why ray tracing can completely change how a video game feels this is the game uh you have the perspective of the of the city from like such a far vantage point that yeah you are able to see the way that like lights and shadows are really affecting the whole scape um and so it's just absolutely gorgeous um the story is interesting i love the elements and like they really uh one of my favorite things you can see it i i did a review video on youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast but one of the things i love is that 
uh, when you go into the law section of the codex and all that, and you want to learn about something, it has like a 3D model, like a, almost like a miniature that you can rotate and look into. And like, so when you're looking at, when you're reading about like the different parts of the mega city, right? It's this giant city that reaches to the sky that, you know, has slums at the bottom and all the rich people live at the top. And you're like looking at the different So it's areas. Well, it's not in space. It's on a planet. Uh, okay. <laughs> and in Elysium, it's just a rich people on in on a ship. But um, yeah, so... No, it's just... It's New York City. <laughs> yes, it is New York. So it, you can, like, see all the, three, the 3D models and move in and, like, see, like, the glass, like, light going through windows and seeing into yeah. the buildings and stuff. So it's just visually very beautiful. And I think that, like, the twin stick shooting is, is solid. And I think that the world that they've built is good. I just think that, like, the actual story that you are experiencing is kind of bland mm. um there were a lot of bugs uh when i was playing on the review like shutting down my console shutting down the game freezing audio bugs like really bad stuff uh i don't know if they've patched that out i know they put out a pretty big patch for windows i don't know about console um and there's co-op split screen uh not split screen but like in-person co-op or online co-op so if you're looking for a, another co-op title I think it's worth checking out. And again, it, it's on Game Pass, so there's there's no reason not to if you've got a subscription. Um, yeah, I've got it installed. I just haven't tried it out yet. It, it's, I think, definitely worth experiencing uh, for the visuals alone. Uh, and then the, I've just been honestly catching up with uh, things that I've that I've missed while there's a kind of a bit of a, a lull um, before like September and October is a mess. Um, so I've been playing Ratchet and Clank and getting that finished. And I tried to jump into Valhalla again because I always looking at that on my i never delete it it's always on my xbox so i'm like i'm always interested in playing this and um yeah there's that I'm, new dlc i'm very interested in yeah that the in the pat it's in paris, paris right yeah which is kind of so, strange but... kind of nuts um and but i'm on this mission i tried this mission where uh, i had to lead thanes to it's the brewing rebellion mission and i have to like lead thanes to safety but they don't, some of them don't follow me. And then like when I get them all to where I think they're meant to be, it's kind of not clear, like nothing is happening. And I'm this is this is in the main story. Mm-hmm. It's an it's a mission that like is unskippable. And I've been reading yeah. what online. area is it? Do you know? Uh, no, Ox, 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 Oxenfordshire, Oxenfordshire. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, you have to you have to rescue things and you have to bring them to a dock. Yes, I remember this. Yes. And I don't know if you're having any issues. I might have to pick your brain as to how to fix it. But like people are like, you just have to go back to a previous save. Really? And I didn't. I just didn't run into that. Yeah, it's basically like if you if you walk them to if once it's like you have to walk them to the safe space and you walk yeah. them directly without getting um like distracted or anything yeah. then it should be fine but what happened was is that we were walking and then it was like oh uh some you know an online player was killed here yeah Reve- avenge them and i'd already killed the bodies for the um i'd already killed the people that had killed this person so i just was like oh i just need to like go over and like check their bodies to confirm the kill and i did that and then immediately after that all of the fucking npcs that were like huh 
and I would just like bump into them to try and get them to move and they'd kind of follow me but then like I hit a crossroads and then they just stand there and they will not go any further it's fucking annoying you're so. you're basically <laughs> like right around where you are is where just I think either just before that or right at that point is when I just started beelining the story Toward and not doing end, any yeah. side quest stuff and just running straight through missions as fast as possible because i was i was doing like everything for a little bit and then i realized i was already like 50 hours in and i wasn't even halfway into the game i was like okay no more side shit i'm just playing through all the story missions as fast as possible i'm just running through everything i think that's my plan too but i think i'm just gonna i'm very close to beaching beaching uh beating ratchet oh nice beating ratchet and clank i think so i'm just think i'm just gonna focus on yeah that. you should finish that first it's god that's good. such a fucking good yeah. game tom are you gonna pick up uh lawn mowing simulator or no i don't think so you know i've been thinking about it uh but you know there's just you know 12 minutes is coming out in a couple of weeks and then and then it's september yeah. and then all right so i guess I, i'm the one diving into that game i think you'll be doing the review for that yeah <laughs> I was gonna do check out. I want to check out the power washing simulator, and I want to try the farming simulator that's on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. But if lawn mowing simulator came to Game Pass, I might. But I'm not buying it. Yeah, I ain't buying that game. It's, <laughs> it's on sale. It's like four dollars off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's twenty five instead of twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. How how are you doing with the latest Fall Guys stuff? Have you acclimated to the new levels now? Uh, all but the final. The final still feels very luck boxy. Like I'll still get sure. through it faster, but I've got a couple times a door hasn't worked for me, yeah. and I'll try like all the doors, and I'm like, well, there's the way I came in, and then it worked for someone else like a few, like a few seconds after, but I didn't notice. And I'm like, come on. I mean, that make a level that needs to figure out which door opens and which one doesn't. It needs to open for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that is that is strange. I I never had that happen yet, but. That that level is like something I've wanted forever because it's straight up just Takeshi's castle, I just, which is like the I just wish it was game show a like regular this. race. If it was a regular race, I'd like it better because then you'd experience we the entirety totally, of it more often. We should totally have a regular race, but that that is like that's Takeshi's castle. There's no MXC. There's no other. There's no US well, game shows. No, it's anything not like Takeshi's it. castle. There's no such thing as Takeshi's castle without Gila Douche. Sure. <laughs> I don't know Kenny what that Blankenship. is. Gila, oh, well, in MXC, the, the actual MXC uh, yeah. version of the like, you know, they have their sideline reporter's name is Gila Douche. Got it. Yeah. Well, sure. But, <laughs> so, okay. It goes back to my original point. Without Takeshi's Castle, we don't have any of it. So to not have that as a stage is crazy. It's It should have been there on day one. I'm glad it came in this one because this is my favorite theme they've had since the beginning of the game. This is this is easily yeah. my favorite theme. I enjoy the hippos or rhinos, rhinos, not hippos. Yes, yeah. oh, they, they should like do like hungry hippos. hippos. That'd be awesome. I mean, they could just mix it up. It wouldn't yeah, change the mechanics. Like it's yeah. just things hitting you with their head. Yeah, that's true. I like. I I saw like the color palette. It's very different color palette from the other ones. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I, I checked out. I have a couple indie games installed. I misplaced my backbone for like a couple of weeks. I just found it this last week, and I've been using the fuck out of it again. I absolutely love this thing for Game Pass. Game Pass works so good on my phone. Um, so right now I'm playing three different indie, uh, four different indie games. Although I'm at the very end of Omno, so I'm probably gonna finish that so that I can just kind of keep playing the others. Um, I just started Boyfriend Dungeon today, mm. which. This game is fucking wild. It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. Dan, 
it's got a bit of like dream daddy dating sim kind of stuff in it and so you start out and the weirdest way like you're visiting your cousin who hasn't seen you in a long time and like one of the first things is like he's being really nice to you and one of the like options is like are you flirting with me and i'm like what the fuck is going on there's a (laughs) wild fucking game already they go with like an incest option first (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, a little bit it was strange um and the whole idea is that like your mom told your cousin and your aunt that like you've been single forever and you need to like work on how to meet people. And so that's like the thrust of the game. And your cousin's just like, Hey, by the way, do you know how to like transform into a weapon? And she was like, what? (laughs) And he's like, why don't you go ahead and try? And he's like, Oh, I guess it doesn't run in our gene pool. I can't either. He's like, well here in this town, there's a bunch of people who know how to transform into weapons. And it's just like, that's it. This feels a lot like the KFC dating sim. Uh, it, is, it is a little bit in a way that so the actual game is isometric and it's like an action like hack and slash game. So the first level, I go to the mall and I encounter a sword. I pick the sword up and the sword starts talking to me. I post a picture on Twitter and the sword's like, "Ooh, I like how you hold my hilt. And I'm like, fuck, this is weird because you realize that sword is a guy. So like you're just holding this man who is a sword and the sword's talking to you. And then you can pick up other weapons who are other boyfriends you can have and and befriend <laughs> and then you're fighting the enemies and you're like dating your weapon it's a really weird bizarre game but it's very I, honestly i was laughing in much the way that dream daddy was making me laugh a lot um this was really good like do you remember dream daddy had a couple mini games like there was the one that was kind of like pokemon and stuff in it where no, you had to like battle the other dad um there was a level where you have to battle another dad and like you have your babies fight each other or whatever it is it's really <laughs> stupid it's very pokemon-esque Dream, that was the thing that Dream Daddy was missing was like it didn't have like a gameplay mechanic to like intersperse between the like weird dating sim stuff. Um, this has that. This has the gameplay stuff, which is kind of like a top down uh, isometric hack and slash RPG. It's a really weird game, um, but it's very fun and it's funny. So I, I recommend it for everyone. I'm playing as a, a woman I named Sydney and she has blue hair. So oh, how do you spell Sydney? Uh like 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 the city or like SID? No, like the city. Yeah. I was curious. <laughs> um so yeah, it's it's fun. I recommend it it's highly. It's a game I I saw it at uh 3 years ago now at Game Devs of Color, I think is the name of it, and it was like I think we very... saw it at Indicate also. Um, it might have been and it was it was a game that like really stood out to me as like a really cool idea and then it kind of disappeared for a while and then it's like boom here it is and it's on game pass like i'm definitely that and the rally game that i had no idea even existed that you've been playing and i'm very curious to hear about like that looks like fucking fun and perfect for uh streaming on um i think the one of the things that that definitely like looking at like the recently added on game pass i think they're really looking at games that not only are great indies, but great indies that can play over streaming and yes. don't necessarily require immediate input, right? That play a little bit better too. So what I'll say to you like about that, better. because that's primarily the point I was going to get to when I talked about Art of Rally, is I, uh, the visuals are actually surprisingly nice. And so I was having fun on my phone, but after a little bit, I was like, oh, this would actually be like nicer on my TV. Oh, really? And I when I did try to use it around dinner time when there was like more, you know, internet traffic, I was noticing because it, it is still in beta, but I was getting a little bit of input like delay. 
And I was like, oh, maybe this isn't the game I want to play on my phone all the time. Like I can try it. And if, as long as it's working smoothly, it's good. But when I load it up on my TV, like some of the lighting they have in it, when you get like sunsets and stuff, it looks really fucking nice mm. on the TV. It works. It worked great most of the time on the phone. But I found Boyfriend Dungeon and um, I'm also I also started Dodgeball Academia were better games on my phone than the Art of Rally. And I think that's just because mm. the visuals and if you have the slightest bit of delay input in a racing game, like when you're coming around a turn, then it fucks you completely. So that was sort of that was sort of where I was like, oh, I, I'll probably play this more now actually so, on the TV. So it does it. It is a more precision thing, like slightly. It is. It is. It's. It's in between arcade and precision. There's. Okay. There's definitely because there's like a level of drifting, and they do have good um, settings in there to help you with like control assist of the car as well. Um, but I found after playing a little bit on my phone, which again, most of the time it works really well. I just really like the way it looked, even though it's like really simple graphics. I put it on the TV and then I was like, oh, this is really nice on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas as much as Boyfriend Dungeon and Dodgeball Academia look fine on the TV, um, I'm not I didn't feel like I was missing anything playing them on my phone visually because they just kind of look like cartoons, you know? So like they both look nice, which, by the way, uh, Dodgeball Academia, fairly short game as well great streaming game um a lot of story and there's a great little skip button if especially at the beginning where they like the tutorial goes a really long time and just fast forward to all the story parts but it's a kind of dodgeball rpg it's not turn-based but it is on a court it's nothing like um uh knockout city where it's like 3d and it's just you and you can switch between different players. There's like a catch, a pass mechanic, like you can throw the ball differently, but it's a very simple, fun game. So that's I'm playing a lot of bunch of different little indies, which, you know, that's what Game Pass is good for. And I'm playing God of War, but I, I, oh, I yes. really don't want to say a whole lot more about it till I'm farther into it because I'm uh, about to finish, I think, the second realm. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of realms. So mm-hmm. I'm probably going to wait till I think I'm like maybe closer to halfway through that game. Is there a progress indicator on that game? Uh, I mean, I've, I've no I'll have idea. to Google it. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to Google it. So uh, that's it. That's all I got. Do we want to move on to news? Yeah. Cool. I mean, sure. I, I, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In the news, has there been any video game news? Tom, what do you think? There's been some. There's been some. There has been. Uh, there were two indie, speaking of indies, there's a couple of indie showcases. We mentioned earlier the ID at Xbox showcase happened, and the, um, Nindy, I guess there was like a Nintendo showcase as well that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and now started, people are anticipating state of play. Might be around That's the corner. That's the rumor. Yeah. Um, where we'll officially get the Horizon Zero Dawn delay. Um, Stardew Valley <laughs> is is on uh, is on Game Pass. If uh, have you guys either of you played that? I feel like Dan. That's the kind of game that Dan, like Lawnmower Simulator, would. I've I've seen gigs. about one minute of gameplay. I have not enough to be able to talk about what the hell was going on. Uh, I like stopped by someone's stream at some point and they were playing it. And then I 
was doing something else and I forgot. And they weren't playing it by the time I got back. Stardew Valley? Yeah. It's kind of like um, Harvest Moon Animal Crossing. So you have this little town yeah, and you have to like, like learn a picnic how to fish was going and, on or something when I was. Watching. Yeah, there's you, you can learn how to fish. There's bartering. There's farming. There's like um, an RPG mechanic. There's like a, a kind of like a battling system. Um, there's an actual day and night cycle. So it, it has elements of like Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing and like classic top down RPGs. It is the kind of game you can kind of get lost in and play hours and hours of because it is a bit of a sim so it i honestly everyone loves it like people that talk about the game they get obsessed with it and i was hoping i was gonna get really into it after i kind of fell off animal crossing i was like oh i could go for another one of these and there was nothing new to do in animal crossing and i tried playing it twice and it just never clicked with me i think it's just i think there was just too much text i think i just wasn't interested in like all mm-hmm. the conversation maybe it's just the beginning of the game maybe i have to get past it but people love that game so yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things that like has a, such cultural resonance that as much as I am so not interested in any of the mechanics or anything like that, like I am curious as to just jumping, checking it out for the, the sake of trying to figure out why people are so into it. And the, that alone is, is enough for me with it being on Game Pass to uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's coming to Game Pass. Uh, on the Nintendo indie side, a uh, couple of surprises. Uh, Loop Hero, which is a game I thought is one of the most kind of inventive games I played in, in a while, is coming to the Switch or is on the Switch. I don't know. Is it coming to the other consoles yet or is it there and I just missed it? It's on PC only. So this is... Uh, I'm really this... annoyed about this because I bought it on PC and I just don't want to play with a keyboard and mouse <laughs> and they didn't have real controller support. So maybe they'll add the real controller support now. I mean, I, would, must say, have been yeah, I, w- I would say that it's a game that is surprising. You know, it's a lot of dragging and dropping more so than anything else. So I think that like having a mouse and keyboard or having a um you know a touch screen would really help with then put it on the PlayStation you got the little trackpad at least oh yeah right <laughs> uh i don't know how good that thing would be for for drag and drop but um <laughs> it is there uh so that's coming i think it's it's later this year uh but axiom verge 2 which a lot of people including myself is the sequel to axiom verge it is indeed it's been in development for a very long time and um, it was just like, boom, it's available now. So I know a lot of people who are uh, excited about that. Um, and then I think like the biggest news for the week, um, I kind of don't want to talk about the Call of Duty leak because A, it's boring and B, there's and more. And B, you said to... duty leak. <laughs> there's more what, to. Uh... What, what even was the leak, though? Because all I saw was like some gifts and shit. It's just like official like confirmation from data mining the latest war zone release but it's, that... it's still like a world war ii thing yeah eh, we talked we cares? talked about it we talked about it last week on the show yeah. like yeah. there, like this it could be the year that call of duty like really suffers uh i don't I mean, I just, obviously... it's hard to believe that with war zone though right well on the war zone side of it but like i'm talking about like buying into the new release you know like sales yeah. of the yearly call of duty uh with everything i think that's people will buy it no matter what it is that's what people, i think too people will certainly buy they it. they could no put out what. a game that's call of duty turd where there's just a turd sitting on the screen and people will buy it or just call of duty and it's d-o-o-d-o-y there you go yeah. both of those would it be d-o-o-d-o-y or just because that's dude no i said d-o-o-d-y 
oh, I thought you said O-Y. And I was like, what's yeah. Dudoy? Dudoy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I, I think definitely people will buy it, but I don't think that it's going to be the the juggernaut as big of a release as, as it could have been if it for a bunch of different reasons. I think it'll be one of the worst selling Call of Duties in a very long time. That being said, they'll still make a shit ton of money. Uh, I think the most interesting news uh, and exciting news is that uh, we're going to get a remake of uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, it seems. It's been rumored for a while, but it seems that now it is hard fact. We don't know when. Um, Might be coming out later this year. I highly doubt that. Uh, It will also be on Switch, and they will supposedly be remakes in the sense of as someone described it as if you modded the original game. So we're not getting GTA five looking remakes. We're getting, right. we're just getting enhanced. Yeah. Version, versions. Which, you know, I good games think I won't end up getting it because it'll be $60. And yes. <laughs> I, I don't, I'll be honest. I have no interest in playing three um, or three San Andreas. <laughs> oh, three. The you. only one I would want to play Vice would City. be because we've had because we had GTA four, which is better than GTA three, and we had GTA five, which is better than San Andreas. So why would I like I don't have any interest in playing the lesser versions of those two games, but we don't have anything like Vice City. I like it a lot. So Man, I was obsessed with San Andreas back in the day. Totally. I but like <laughs> I, I just I'm not interested in playing it now <laughs> when there's GTA five yeah. coming out on the new comp. You know, it's like Totally. Totally. It's like and also at this point, give us a new game. What do you mean? You could just have GTA 5 again. We're about to have GTA 5 again. I know, but you could do it so many more times. Two generations. <laughs> Three. Came out on the 360. Well, yeah, th- two releases, but <laughs> two it's like this came out on the 360. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it came out. Did it come out in 2012? This 2013. Game? 2013. Like, it's, it was literally like think, two months before. I next think it's a social experiment at this point to see how many times they can get people to buy the same game. It's unbelievable. It's fucking unbelievable. This game is. I mean, people love it. It's a really good game, and just I would like to see a new one. Is you know the thing. They better do something interesting with it. And if they do Vice, I don't know. They've got. I to think like, it's almost certain that Vice City is the setting for six. They've got to expand the area because it was the smallest location. You know, so mm-hmm. they've got to find a way to expand the area. You can't. You can't come in after GTA Five and be like, "Here's a really small map." They're going to have to do something interesting. Yeah. There's been so many leaks over the years, but who knows? Because so many of those old leaks that people like to talk about are at this point, if the game is like another four or five years away, they probably have no bearing on anything, you know? So, yeah, it could be completely different. But Vice City was so good. Such a good soundtrack. Such a good soundtrack. Yeah. <sighs> that I mean, you know, it's it, it depends. I think it depends for me on a lot of factors. I think full pr- if it's if it's 40 bucks. Would, and it might change things. Yeah, if it's forty dollars, I would be way more interested. But if it's sixty or sixty nine dollars, because new consoles are sometimes set, uh, like seventy dollars, yeah, no, I'm not fucking doing it. It would be funny if it was like ray traced. <laughs> like, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't they at this point, right? Yeah, it would just pop, be, pop it, it be in. Funny. Just pop in the ra- turn. Turn on that switch. Just turn, right? Yeah, just, that's it. Just flick it. Yeah, just flick go. the switch. Just flick the switch, baby. Um, there was another leak that is more interesting, which is the Battlefield 2442 stuff. Is that a leak or did they put, or what leaked? Oh, there's like two gameplay videos that leaked. 
Oh, I didn't know those were a leak. I thought those were just like promotional. Things. No, they're like, in, no, it's like someone filming their screen or like oh, screen recording. Fuck. There's like Chinese like and text popping up on there, like from their oh. keyboard on their phone. Like it's clearly like a screen recording a that screen someone's like, right? Yeah, it looks sick. The game looks really fucking cool. I mean, but like, but like, there's just no room for fucking cool between that and Halo releasing yeah. within weeks of each other potentially, yeah. like. I'm going to struggle. Well, I'm not because I know that Halo is going to be more my jam. I suck at Battlefield. It's Same. such a... Same. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I want to try it out. Cool. Totally. I want to check it out. Um, there they was definitely a... flipped the ray tracing switch on that game. There was a very cool little trailer for the upcoming uh, Metroid Dread coming yeah. out. And I'm very excited for it. Um, for anyone else is a big Metroid person like myself. There was a bunch of stuff that was like prime related with the chozo um which mm. are the, which were the race of uh creatures that essentially like enhanced samus and gave her her power suit to use um that's where she gets her abilities from is from the chozo so it seems like this is like really going to be like a lore heavy game because it was like a very strange series of deep cut images that the trailer flashes through mm. which unless you like played the prime games and like played fusion like read everything that's like in the games people would be looking at it and like what are these creatures because they've never like actually really been like you you wouldn't really know what's going on if you just kind of (laughs) aren't scanning stuff and paying attention to the lore um so that makes me very interested in the game because whoever whoever i mean obviously it's the same director has been wanting to work on it for years but they got the green light to be like okay you can go fucking buck wild with this one because it's it's a bizarre trailer for nintendo and for most game companies to put something out that unless you really care about Metroid, you don't even know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's not like a gameplay trailer. It's like right. literally just like images and like some confusing story for 90% of the people probably watching it. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was kind of bizarre, but also interesting. Um, and I didn't talk about it, by the way, before, but the Back for Blood beta, I played it a little mm. bit over the weekend. I'm going to play it more during the open beta because I'll be able to play it on Xbox. Yeah. I don't know if either you are going to jump in. I totally. Do... That that was the thing is like I started playing on PC and I was like, I'm just going to wait until we can all play it together because that's the way I'm going to want to play the main game is mm-hmm. us take a day or whatever just to fucking play. And so, yeah, it, it looks really good. It plays better than when we played it the last time, which it you know it played pretty well but a lot of animations and stuff were missing i am still just nervous about the cards like i'm nervous about the typings in the cards i am one who doesn't really want character classes because it's like if i get used to playing as one character class and like one (laughs) yeah and then if i'm playing with a different group of people or whoever and they all like two of them or even one of them plays that person then like now i have to use someone else um that was i think the beauty of left for dead is like it didn't matter who you chose it was just you just got different sound bites for them, you know. Mm-hmm. Pills over here, help me out oh, for the pe- for the people. You're saying, yeah. Now they 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 but have I was like, about like the monsters. I was like the monsters. There was always like different monsters. Yes, and I I guess that's like what they're going for is like kind of matching the monsters. The people can have different attributes, which is more enhanced by the card system because then you can kind of set it up for yourself. And there's like debuffs to the cards like it's like well you're gonna get this advantage but you're gonna get this shit thing happening too now which makes it harder where you're gonna like have less ammo your accuracy is worse or like your your vision is slightly impaired like 
I don't know. I guess I guess you just can't really make multiplayer games now if they just don't have a level of depth like that. But there's I kind of miss the charm and simplicity of Left 4 Dead. But I'm glad to have something like it because we we wouldn't. This is it. <laughs> this is all we're getting. It's been very long since Left 4 Dead 2 came out. So this it's all it's this or nothing. So um, yeah, take it or leave it. Anything, anything else in the newsroom? Nothing. No, 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 nothing. No, nothing. Nothing in there. Uh, okay, then. great. Uh, Dan, do you have a fortune for us? I do. Danny's fortune. It's a fortune. I, a fortune. I, I think I brought this fortune to out like a month and a half ago. And just sitting here on the table. All right, Tom, do you want to guess if it's a fortune or not? It's definitely not. All right, I'll go I'll, to make it interesting. I'll say it is a fortune. Alrighty, we'll see who's right. Oof, big font. Alright. Do you say big font? Yeah, it's got large font. There you go, probably not As a fortune. As opposed to small font. Oh wow, yeah, it's big. So the difference is, this is small font. Patreon.com forward slash unranked podcast to see the big font in I have an old one life. sitting here, that's small font, and then this is big font. Whoa, that's so much bigger. That is, anyway, that's huge font. The you got mega font. fortune is... Mm-hmm. A secret admirer will soon send you a sign of affection. It's a fortune. Suck it, That Tom. is a fucking fortune. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. So look at that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And the lucky numbers are 7, 9, 10, 45, 50, and 56. And uh, I'm gonna start doing this thing where I light it on fire afterwards because I have a thing I can put it in. I have a Whoa. lighter. Whoa! It's on wow. fire. Pyrotechnics. We're getting. How do you put it out very quickly? It, it's fast. in the bottom of the glass now. It's <laughs> oh, good. Like... <laughs> that beer you, you were drinking was pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics. Tom, was, uh... you should have seen this beer. It looks like it looked like a, a shake. Oh it looked like a smoothie. Oh, it was like a no. banana smoothie. No. Yeah. No. It was. It was so thick. It says here no. banana coconut cream. <laughs> Ooh, coconut cream. That's what, apparently it's banana po- coconut cream. It's the Ooh. flavor. You know There's what I love about today when we're out uh, having drinks after work? Uh, orange wine. Did you know about this? This is the new thing, orange wine. No, but I can see. There's. I know there was like other fruits wines that existed. How was it? I didn't have it. Uh, I didn't have it. Uh, but oh. one of my coworkers did, and they were like, it's got a creamsicle taste. I was like, I am out. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not fuck with that. <laughs> not fucking with that let us know if you've tried orange wine i mean creamsicle has a good taste to it so i mean worth trying not mm. not on my wine you don't like creamsicle no. not in my wine i'm not in i don't like wine, a period sure. weird i, like I was period. hoping for yeah. a more citrusy you know but that's not wine that's not what wine if you is. could have any fruit wine what would it be grape? that's not a grape <laughs> non-grape fruit wine i think banana cream no um i've had like a blueberry dessert wine oh strawberry that would probably be very Stra- sweet strawberry that probably I've had be blueberry very wine. sweet blueberry wine is heavy good it is it's a, it's a dessert wine um yeah yeah how about pear i, don't know, I, I could go for like a pear oh, wine oh, yeah Hell that sounds yeah. crisp well, i know it's like i've had wines grape wines with pear notes in them and oh. they've been good yeah. So there you go. Usually usually white wines. Pear is an underrated fruit, I think. Pear's good for it's it usually, always 
place second banana to the apple. It's in some Sauvignon Blancs. I like Sauvignon Blanc is probably my favorite white wine. So I I think if I was going to rank my favorite white wines, it would be like probably Pinot Mm -hmm. Grigio first because I just like it better than the other two. And then Mm -hmm. probably Sauvignon Blanc, then Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay is at the bottom. I like Sauvignon and the Pinots and then... Uh, Tom, any shards, preference on your white wines? At the bottom. On my white, uh, my white wines are kind of all in the same thing of like I'll drink it if it's there. I and it was funny because I, I at drinks tonight we were talking about wine preferences and everyone there was way more like on the white wine thing and I always feel like white wine fans are in the minority. I'm way mm. more of a red. What the, on the red side, you know, uh, Sav. Riesling also is just very sweet and Ugh. juicy. And like Moscato is even sweeter than that. I don't, so yeah, I don't, I don't really like, like either those. of those. I'm not a huge fan of either of those. Yeah. I have friends Sav or Pinot Noir or Bust, if if I'm being honest. And I like Rosé, if I'm being, uh, yeah. you know. I, my thing, Tom, is... Some blends probably you would like too. Half the time, I, I really enjoy red and white kind of equally. But I don't always want or something like that. I don't always want it to be like room temp. Sometimes I want no cold. cold. I I much prefer wine, honestly, in almost any format to be cold, even red, even red. Yeah, even I've had I've had chilled red. It's it's fine. It's it's often looked at as like a faux pas. But, you know, everyone should be look, we we should we don't need to be gatekeeping our drugs. Everyone can drink them however they want. I can look down upon you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I've had it. I don't do it, but I've had it. I understand it because I've had red wine been like, I kind of wish this was cold because I just wanted my drink to be cold. Especially sometimes some red wines like just taste better cold. So I think the more. It depends what it has notes of. The more it has like darker notes, the worse it's going to yeah. taste cold. But if it has lighter notes, it probably tastes better. If I just find if it's a dry red, I really prefer it to like I'd be that's when I'm like, I should have just gotten a white because the coldness kind of helps mask that, you know, but, okay. you know, I it really most of the time if it's like late at night, I'm in, I'm going to have reds. But if it's earlier, or closer to dinner time, depending on what I'm eating, I'm probably going with white. If I'm having a pasta, if I'm having like a heavy pasta, I'm going with a red. Yeah. If I'm having a, like a, you know, fish and asparagus, I'm going with a white. It just depends. I don't, depends I don't on what you're drink eating. wine that much anymore. Like if I'm ha- usually if I'm having like a steak, like if I'm at like a, a steakhouse mm. or something, and a, like a real one, not like if I'm at like an Outback Steakhouse, then I'll just have a Coke or something. Wine's a good marinade too. It it is. Yeah. You can use any like you could just let wine you, spoil. You, yeah, and you then can use anything with nipples. You cheap wine. Also, the best form of wine. Sometimes is when it's got a little orange in it, little no, sure, little sure, fruit sure. in it. Uh, put put some fruit in there. You know, you have oh, have a nice. So, I mean, snack. a sangria is yeah, sangria. Yeah. It, yeah, if I could, sangria of course d- cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love sangria. Sangria is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Oh, yep. now I want sangria. Um, cool. Does anyone have a complaint? Uh, yeah, I have a complaint. Oh, cool. Let's. Where the fuck is Alex? This guy never shows up. He knows he's going to miss in a few weeks. <laughs> he, um... Nah, I'm just playing. I, I, he's got, like, I, a work he's thing. Probably, yeah, he was... He had some kind of work uh, celebration. Kind of work or someone thing. was leaving or coming or something like Alex that. is getting he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> he better not be. He's got to... Finally. <laughs> well, he got unemployment for a little while. And then, and then he can do this full-time, Tom. Hill. Yeah, Alex is gonna become a YouTuber. 
Alex is going to start streaming. In, in, in a reality, that is what happened, and he's uh, and he's been canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he thought he turned the stream off, and then he started talking to Brit, and that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, we are a little limited on time. We got started late kind of relaxed episode so let's just hop right into the game how do you guys feel about that slide right in baby all right on today's game we're gonna be playing a round of press player that's right this is the game where i have five different reviews you're gonna tell me is the review written by a member of the press or a player of the member of the player (laughs) you guys this one was written by a a leg i can tell (laughs) There we go. All, All right. right. Let's go. I'm just going to pull them up here. So you guys just text me your answer. Um, uh, I thought with Halo coming yes. out, I'm going to keep within the theme of Halo. Mm-hmm. So I have Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Beautiful. So here we go. Halo 1, Halo Combat Evolved. And these are, it's not a new review that came out like when it was re-released in like 2010. And this is... An original this is 2000 review. <laughs> um, right. Halo 1. With a simple yet engaging storyline that is everything true science fiction should be, interesting characters and settings, and an intense and frantic style of gameplay, Halo Combat Evolved stands, at, stands way out and alone among other first-person shooters. Okay. I think I did the game right. All right, let's start with Dan. You were here first. What did you guess? I guessed player, just because people were calling each other player a lot more back then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, Tom? I said press. You said press. Uh, and Tom, since uh, we know why he picked, why did you pick yours? Uh, I picked mine because I feel like people weren't, members of the public were not writing like this about reviewing games in 2001. So I feel like that is why. Yeah, a little bit more thoughtful than typically people might have said on the internet back then. Right, it was Um, like fucking E-bombs world and shit like that. Well, that was a very good thought, but you're wrong. Dan, it's right. This was a players. Everyone was out there going like, player, you know, what up, player? That kind of thing. I mean, where are you talking about with player? Yeah, that I'm wasn't very in the review. I don't. So... It's not in the review. I'm just saying that's why I chose it because back then people were just using the word more. Okay, well, it's the most bizarre thinking, <laughs> but you got you're getting the point that's on a, this that's round. That's really infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, I had this really like I considered it. Like, out, honestly, like, okay, no, honestly, the reason yeah. I, I chose it, trying Tom, the reason yep. I chose it I really for real though tried. is because it sounded like it should be press, and for the sake of it's a game. I went the opposite because it should be press. There you go. That's the reason I really chose it. <laughs> the The way that this game works is all of them sound like press reviews, and some of them are press reviews. Is kind of how this this. Is all right, play whatever you say. <laughs> well, let's I'm not bring that back. <laughs> let's let's see let's see how well you know how this game is played, Tom. Let's go with the next oh, one. Oh man, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that your theory is wrong. I'm just no, let's, uh, before let's, yeah, yeah, before yeah. we start talking about how this, this game is played. Let's this next one's gonna just be some horrible, previous sounding. installments. But I would love to 
uh, switch it up. Anyway, it, it, I'm glad I haven't done it in a while because I don't really remember how I picked them the last time. It's I usually just pick them by like in advance. I pick like when I get to the game, I'm like, I'm going to do this one as this. And then I just scroll through to I find one that I'm like, it's not obviously <laughs> one or the others, you know. Um, all right. Halo 2. I felt so screwed out of some sort of satisfaction, screwed out of more levels of Halo, screwed out of many hours of my life that I just poured into one of the most amazingly bad excuses for a single player first person shooter campaign. I was bored. I was tired. And by the end of it, I was just really pissed off. It was Halo 2. Mm. People were very mad about the uh, ending being a cliffhanger, right? Cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. And I have Dan's. <sighs> Okay. Depending on if I'm correct, this is going to dictate how I play the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tom, you went uh, second last time. So what did you guess? I mean, my instincts initially from hearing that were player. But then I was like, oh, but then maybe it's press. (laughs) Maybe it is. But but if I'm I'm sticking with it, player. And Dan? I went uh, press. Uh, Why did you? I, I feel like everyone who played the game just would have just enjoyed it too much. And this is someone overanalyzing it. So I went press. Okay. I'm glad you put some thought into this one. Yeah. And I also wrote it... faux show in my answer. You did. But... You did say press faux show. <laughs> uh, so if he gets it wrong, he loses points. Cause yes. he's faux show. Like he's, he's committed to this, which answer. would give Tom the lead. So I'm fine with that. But mm-hmm. unfortunately for Tom, this Fuck was the this press. Bugger, uh, show. This was Cinescape. <laughs> Cinescape wrote this. Yeah, the thing you have to Cinescape. keep in mind. I mean, Tom, this is back in the day. There were a lot more outlets Who? back then. Who? There were, there were a lot more gaming outlets in the past. They have all consolidated and gone under <laughs> since the I, I early would like, I would like to uh, to argue the term press. <laughs> a very liberal. If user. they were given a, a review copy and reviewed the game. There was a publication game. of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Halo 3. Where lies the big innovation in the third iteration? It looks better and plays about the same. But it doesn't take many chances. The Forge system and the new custom games are excluded for matchmaking. And the neat theater option isn't really an upgrade to the gameplay. I will say Master Chief Collection putting custom and Forge and stuff into matchmaking was fucking huge. Okay, I have both of yours. Dan, we're going to start with you this time. I said player. Tom? Uh, I put um, player. (laughs) Player. Because I went (laughs) with the opposite of what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't served me right yet. You're psyching yourself out, Tom. This was the press. This was game revolution. Damn. Game revolution. Oh, man. Uh, you can still have a chance to tie it up. There are two left, so there is still a chance for you to tie now up. Now I just have to figure out what I think Tom's going to guess, and that's all I have to do for the rest of the game. It's <laughs> great. You should just stay the course. <laughs> two out of three, you've you've done. You should stay no, I the know. course. It's fine. I, I'm going to keep going. Uh, Halo Four. Halo is, at its core, a game of immense drama, thrill, and excitement. Halo Four does little to disappoint in the way of returning to its roots, while also adding new experiences and features. The campaign is an emotional roller coaster, ensuring the fans new to the lore outside of the games are able to follow the changing directions that certainly nod their heads towards the dedicated fan base, which love the vast backstory of the Halo universe. I have Dan and I have Tom. All right, Dan, what'd you guess? 
I went uh, I went player. It's a little too pressy to be pressed. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck okay. up. <laughs> too pressy. Too pressy. He, he Tom, he actually sent player and then he did write too pressy to be pressed. <laughs> and Tom. Uh, I said player. And uh, I'm going to be honest, Chris, I'm flying blind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I, I thought that like when he ref- referred to like the fan base and, or them, whoever it was, referred to the, the fan base, sounded very self-referential of like, yes, we love this as a fan and as the fan base. So that's where I went. It's good thinking. Now, in the interest of keeping the game active, because if I were to reveal it and you were to lose, then the game is over. Mm. But it could also be tied. So just I want to keep the allure going. We're going to right, reveal so the answer. No, that's on. not necessarily uh, true. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is technically true that you won already because you both made the same guess. So that's true. So whether that's you get it right true. or wrong, it doesn't matter. But we're going to do the next one. That I'm going to reveal. Actually, it, since it doesn't matter, you both got it right. It's a player. <laughs> I did want to keep the allure going, and then I realized it doesn't matter either way. So it is a player. Uh, you guys both got that right. So it's three to one. Let's get the final one, though. Don't don't just phone it in. I know no, you've been trying go, very I hard. I want to go for four out of five. Halo Has 5 Guardians. Mm. Halo 5 Guardians features an underwhelming, confusing, and surprisingly banal campaign that's not actively bad, but equally not quite good enough to warrant a purchase on its own. Okay, I have Tom. And I have Dan. All right, Tom, what'd you guess? I guess Press Christian. And uh, the reason being is because when they mentioned, like, it's not worth the price point, I feel like a lot of the reason why you write a review is to tell people whether to buy it or not. And so, like, kind of weird for that to be included into in a player review. So I, that's just why. Not okay. Can't, but yeah. I appreciate that the thinking so far in each one has been different. Uh, for the choices and Dan, I went. I went player, and I wrote. I feel like the press would have been pushing this game, but like on the other hand, I feel like as the Halos went on, mm. we all started to sour on the newer ones as players because mm-hmm. we just wanted it to be whichever one we fell in love with in the first place. So that's it is, what I'm going to go with player. It is true that the the press reaction to Halo, even all of the Halos under three four three, have been positive for the most part. Yeah. So I was. So that that did throw me for a loop because I was not expecting a, a negative review um, for it to be pressed. But I guess we'll find out. It was pressed. This was by Digital Spy, uh, okay. which means the final score is three to two. So there you go, Tom. Not as bad of a loss Clients. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Law of averages. See, D- Dan, this was like poker. Just stop playing now. <laughs> the same already, amount of uh, good playing. Halo games, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out of all the numbers. Yeah, there you go. Halo 1, not very good. Uh, Halo 1 is awful. Now it's hot garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah, for that first le- time. The island level is good, though. Yeah, that's true. That is a good yeah. level. I just... Why would I play that game now? Halo 1 it's, multiplayer yeah. was not at all what Halo 2 multiplayer dude, was. Dude, Halo multi- 2 multiplayer gaming, really like gaming multi- Gaming multiplayer when Halo 1 came out was the Wild West. And, like, very beta. <laughs> you know? Yep. Like, it was not a... Uh, like golden eye was like the pinnacle to, i mean i th- i think X- no it was perfect X- dark perfect dark oh sorry Gold, it's right yeah. perfect dark came out after golden eye was internet like capabilities yeah. right yes it did yeah because playstation 2 you had to buy a fucking box yeah that i had like, the box for ps2 
Yeah, the best part about the Would box, I actually Socom? liked it better. So, I think uh, actually, I think it was. <laughs> I think it's. I think that actually was why I got I'm pretty sure that was uh, why everyone like had pretty, it. But pretty much the only I like reason to get that they the did box. that because they didn't charge you a monthly fee. You just had free internet use for the rest of the system. Well, oh, they had right, to yeah. do that because people They'd weren't interested in playing online or there weren't <laughs> enough people to play online. So they yeah. had to, if they wanted what? to launch this online video game thing, they had to yeah. make it low barrier entry. So the two, I remember, I think PlayStation was so calm, but I think Xbox, they were pushing like Madden as like the reason to get it. So you could trash yeah. talk your opponents. And then they had like Crimson Skies eventually and Conquer and Midnight Club. Like I'm remembering a Peyton Manning commercial from like 2000. Where <laughs> Xbox was, was like, get online gaming so you can say the N word to random people. No, no, that <laughs> came later. That was just an obvious place it went. That that wasn't exclusive to Xbox, and um, no. If you wanted to play online on GameCube, you really couldn't unless you were playing. Uh, what was that game? Um, uh, Fantasy Star yeah. Online. Yeah, if you if you yeah, if you Star wanted to play too. fucking online on GameCube, Dreamcast, you had to fucking man. like conjure the demon. Well, and there was there was they had the they had the GameCube controller that it had a keyboard in the middle, so yeah. it has the controller on two sides. But I did, however, a couple times play online. I think I mentioned this once on the podcast before. There was a third party application called Warp Pipe, and you would put in your like. Like you needed like your Mac address and stuff from like your GameCube. You put it in on oh the website my God. <laughs> and it would route your console to like your friends. So it would think because they were set up to play over land. So it had the right. Ethernet port already. You just had to plug it in, wire it to your router. And then you could through warp pipe, we could play against each other in land mode, like online, which I did with my cousin a couple times in Double Dash. It was the only game I could do that in. Yeah, some um, of the dark arts to make yeah. that happen. Yeah, it was, it was Chris, wild. Chris is permanently haunted by like some kind of like Baba Yaga <laughs> like, for doing that. <laughs> it was awesome, though, dude. Warp pipe was the shit. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing, too. I'm just, like, following, like, some, you know, like, how-to on the internet. Like, who knows what the fuck I was doing? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, impressive that you found the GameCube's Mac address in, what, like, 2002? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something that you knew about already, because, like, I don't know. I just remember all the systems at that point. You were always trying to, like, do something weird with the internet. Just trying to make something either work or not work to the point where you learned more about your computer than you ever need. To yeah, know. that's fair. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, things ev- things everyone, were a lot less user friendly. Was a hacker back in yeah. those days. <laughs> Very basic. <laughs> oh man, good times. Very good. Good. Times. Um, let's go ahead and get out of here. We can talk. We could do a little spoiler discussion on uh, Suicide Squad. Love it, Dan. What's the deal? Where are the deets? Uh, you can find me at BigDanny15 on Twitter, on Twitch, on PlayStation, and the BigDanny15 on Xbox. Tom? I am Great Britom on each and every platform. And I'm Christian underscore Humes on the internet, the Chooms on Xbox. All of our info is on the show notes. Happy birthday to Dan. Till next time, everybody, stay unranked. So, 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 so,